Hey guys, welcome back for another episode of Adulting Unscripted. We've missed you. Of course we have. Since we haven't been giving you guys a little bit of a trailer, we're going to go ahead and get that restarted. So in today's episode, you'll be hearing an update on Britney and her conservatorship. Okay, so I know last week we talked about Britney and her dad and Ooh, his role yeah. in her conservatorship and how she was really trying to work to get him removed. So I saw a couple of days ago on the tabloids and through the interwebs that her dad was going to step down. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Nikki, Meek, misogyny, and how that translates into violence against women. Saturday, August 14th, about two nights ago, there was like a massive Instagram, like social media, like just like, have you guys seen this young woman? And then the next morning I woke up and I was checking my phone and it was like, we found her, but she's no longer with us. No. And finally, to lighten the mood towards the end, we will take and answer our very first Q&S official question. Woo woo, keep them coming. What? What? I don't, I don't like my Pop-Tarts heated up. (gasps) You I eat dry-ass Pop-Tarts? Not, not dry, dry, but like... They're cold. They're room cold. temp. No. So stay tuned and enjoy. y'all you already know what time it is happy wednesday or whatever day of the week that you're listening to us but we are back with another episode of adulting unscripted where we are always unscripted a bit unconventional but mostly unbothered and as always i'm your boy sam and i'm your girl lady q let's get to it (laughs) so highs and lows talk to me all right so i'll go ahead and kick us off this week so let me think i guess i'll start with my highs For my high, um, this was really random, but a couple days ago, I was just, you know, in bed and I woke up and I looked at my phone and I got a message from one of my old friends from college asking me if I wanted to be in a show. And I was like, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. So it just happened out of the blue. I wasn't expecting it. I haven't been in a show in quite a minute with COVID and everything going on. So um, I'm just really excited about it. We have a read through tonight, actually. And um yeah, so I'm just excited to be doing something artistic again and to be in the creative process. So, yeah, that is definitely my high. It was unexpected, and I'm I'm here for it. So when you say a show, is it like a play? Is it like a movie, like a short film? Like like it's a play that he said would hopefully be staged at Synchronicity Theater. Um, I think he said it would be like maybe two or three performances there. Where's Synchronicity Theater? Um, is let that me think. here in the city or is it? I think it is one in the city. Um, I have to double check to be sure because I've never actually. Yeah, I've never heard of it. But I've heard of it and I've, I feel like. I, okay, so is this a friend from uh, Columbus? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm sure you guys, if you've been following the show, you know that me and Q both went to school for theater in Columbus, Georgia. So we have a lot of theater connects, a lot of acting connects and yes. things like that. So I just am. Wondering if it's it. But a lot of them, too, since graduating, have moved here mm-hmm. to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So is it there? Is it here? Is it somewhere else? It's here. So Synchronicity Theater is actually on Peachtree Street. So it's right oh, wow. in the heart <gasps> of ATL. So exciting. <laughs> so, yeah, it's exciting. And um, I'm, like I said, I'm just excited to be doing something, to be yeah. in the mix. So yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm really excited about that. I'm pumped. So I'm ready for it. So it was yeah. definitely my high. 
get to flex that creative muscle. Yeah, because I yeah. feel like it's been a minute. Like, I feel like it's starting to atrophy. So yeah. <laughs> we need to <laughs> go right. ahead and start right. getting it back in use. Okay. All right. So, you know, if you don't use it, Planet they say you lose it. Okay, uh, well, what, that's okay. what's up. I'm excited and I'm yeah. proud. And I let me know when it drops. Let us yes. all know when it drops so we can pull up yes. and support yes. so for sure. Once I get more information, once everything is a little bit more solidified, because I feel like it was very much like, hey, this is what I want to do, but nothing is solid yet. But okay. once it's solid, I'll let you guys know so you guys can either come out and support or you know do whatever you want to do. So, yeah, that's definitely my hat. Loves it. Yay. Super cute. <laughs> Okay. All right. So my low, um, my low for the week, it's not really that bad, which I guess is pretty good. But um, I know from the last time we recorded the episode, I dropped my mic and it broke. And I was really worried that it wasn't going to be functioning the right way. But it seems to be functioning okay. But I was really stressed out for a minute in time. So that stress was definitely my low for the week because I I don't have time for that. Stress is a killer. And listen, condensed mics is not cheap. Like these hoses are expensive. Okay. So I was like, listen, I need you to, I need you to work for me. Okay. (laughs) Right. I didn't mean to abuse you. My bad. Right. Yeah. No, I worry about that all the time, especially because like I have cats and you know, cats love to get into things. Mm -hmm. They love to like, you know, like, "Mm, I could just relax, but instead I'm just going to knock this glass of water off the desk (laughs) and like, who knows what it's going to spill. Like, I'm always so cautious and so nervous. So I get it. Like. Because who has money for that? Girl, not me. Okay. <laughs> not me. All not right. I, said the Sam. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Okay, so what about you? What are your highs? What are your lows? Okay, so my high... Wait, what did you start with? Your high or your low? I started with my high. Okay, so my... Yeah, that's right. Okay, so my high would be that... Okay, so I don't know if it was last episode or... I think it was the first episode... I'm not really sure of season two, by the way, that I said I was like involved in a short film. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it was, I think you mentioned it in both. So yeah. Okay. So I'm in a, I'm in a short film um, and I'm very, very, very excited about it. I cannot wait to share it with everyone and like just for everyone to see, you know, the work that has went into it. I'm super excited. Just again, like the creative muscle thing. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm really excited, but um, recently I had a rehearsal Um, and I just feel as though I have really connected to my character. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing when, like, you have a character and you're, like, trying to understand them, right? You're like, okay, I have to understand this character so I can embody them. But, like, this Mm -hmm. rehearsal was kind of almost like my breakthrough moment where I was like, oh, wow, I know who this person is. Mm -hmm. So now that I know who he is, I can become him, you know? Oh, that's nice. Yes. It's like, now I know who you are, so now I can be you. You know, but before I was feeling kind of like a disconnect, Mm -hmm. but I've just gotten so much more context and so much more history and background of him. And just there's so much of him that also relates to me, even though we come from very different like walks of life per se. We also have very similar, like a common thread running through both of us. So I'm so, 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 so excited to, um, to portray him and to I bring him to life. It. So that's my high. So have you guys had, is, was that the first rehearsal that you guys have had? Or have you had so some previous ones? There was a table read, but okay. unfortunately I was not able to make the table read. Oh, no. Yeah, so I had to miss the table read. So I was super bummed about that. But, um, 
And this was the first time I was like able able to like work with the director and like just kind of get his vision for the character mm-hmm. and then like kind of apply that my, to myself and then also give him my feedback, give him my criticism, give him my suggestions and also give him my questions for correction. And all of that's so important. It's when you're amazing acting. he was open to like suggestions. Yeah, and, and he and comes he comes from an acting background too. Beautiful. So he, it's not like oh I I know how to write and I know how to direct, but it's like I also know what it's like to be an actor. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was a very very comfortable environment. I'm so excited for when it actually comes out. Probably won't. I'm thinking the early. I mean, this is me talking. This is not anybody from the production crew or anything. But I'm thinking the earliest it'll come out is probably like what like October. Because okay. we start filming late, like in a week. Okay, all right. And um, then like I'm assuming the entire month of September will probably be editing, mm-hmm. and probably some of I'm sure that'll bleed into October. So I'm I don't know. I have no clue when it's gonna come out, but I'm I'm excited to be a part <laughs> of it. I'm just excited to flex my creative muscle again. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, like you said, once that once you get the information solidified, once you know when it's coming out again, let us know so we can go and support and watch yes, it. Thank because you guys. yeah. Yeah. That's so exciting. Hey, I know. Look at us. We're back in the game. <laughs> back in the game. Okay. okay. So what about your low? My low is <laughs> very similar to your low. <laughs> not the low today, but I, I don't know if it was yes, not yesterday, but last week or the week before. But when you were talking about working every fucking day, yeah. I'm not necessarily still, that's working a constant every low, y'all. day, but I'm probably going to have to start before this month is over because I have no fucking clue. First of all, my rent went up. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Like the rent went up um, because we just signed our we signed our lease. Mm. And it's like every time we's like, so this is my third. No, not. So we signed it the first time. Then we like when we moved in and then we had another lease. And then it went up this, the second time we signed it. And then we just signed it again. So this will be my third year living here. And so the lease just, or the rent just went up again. And it's just kind of like, God damn. Damn. But yeah, it's just kind of like, I mean, it does suck on the highest of keys. And I mean, what are you going <laughs> to do? What are you going to do? You know? I do know. I mean, the rent's gone up on our place. I want to say probably about twice like yours. It's gone up two times. And it only goes up by about 20 bucks. But it doesn't matter. It's like, listen. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if, if if rent is going to go up, can my pay go up? Can my pay go up? Or can, or can y'all fix some stuff around the house? Or right. can you make this extra money I'm paying worth it right. for some reason? Dude, I, okay, so speaking things around the house, speaking of that, Every summer, our AC goes out. I know y'all heard yeah. me talk mm-hmm. about that here before. And every winter, our heat goes out. And it's like, if the rent's going to keep going up, I'm going to need y'all to make sure this gets fixed. What's my extra money going towards? If not right. the comfort of my living here, mm-hmm. what is it for? I know you got to pay your mortgage, but like, what is it for? Right. How does right. it benefit me to stay here? Right. It's, it's fucking ridiculous, honestly. It's just, it's just fucking ridiculous. And it's just... Capitalism functioning exactly how it's supposed to be functioning. Capitalism at its finest. And I'm over it. I'm I'm over all of it. Figure out, got to figure out how to get rich. Period. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my high and my low for the week. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not mad at it. I mean, 
I definitely feel you on the money situation. Like I, I, that, like I said, that's been that's yeah. gonna be the constant underlying low. I'm gonna have to pull week. some extra shifts, bro. Like there's no way around it. I'm gonna have to pull some extra shifts, uh, and I do not want to do that. Uh, Especially because I had to. Okay, so I was talking about the filming thing. Mm-hmm. So one of the days I'm filming, I had to take off work for. I'm filming two days for for my my character, and so one of the days I'm filming, I have to take off work. So I'm gonna have to pick up an extra shift, but I'm gonna have to pick up additional extra shifts just because. Our rent is has went up, and honestly, business has been kind of slow with this Delta variant you know and me what? working in the hospitality industry. Like, and and I work so I, I do like I told you guys I do Instacart a lot of times, so that's grocery delivery for those who don't know. And business has been slow for us too. I don't know if that's because I feel like it's a combination of things. I feel like it's, it's a combination of a lot more people joining the platform because a it's easy to join, it's pretty easy work. Um, so, you know, that's the advantages of it. And you can get your money right away. But now it's so oversaturated because a lot of people, I feel like, aren't going back to the kind of jobs that they hated. Like if they were working fast food, if they were working retail, like they haven't gone back to that. So now they're doing something like Instacart. So there's way, way, way more shoppers. So now there's less available orders. And also, I feel like it's probably just people, probably people ordering less too, just with, like you said, the Delta variant and everything going on. So... It's slow all around. Yeah. Which is scary. Very much so. But you know what? If I go back on if we go back on lockdown this time around, I'm applying for the money. Like I'm <laughs> I'm Girl, gonna get the money this time. Yeah, for sure. Because that shit is clutch. <laughs> That's what I need in my life. Cause I did not get that the first round. I was out here still trying to be an essential worker, trying to deliver groceries to people. No. If we go on lockdown again, I'm trying to get that unemployment check on oh, god i mean i'm always trying to get that unemployment check i even <laughs> thought about still applying for unemployment because it's like i mean i'm not making what i was making before the pandemic so I, technically i took a pay cut so should i still <laughs> not get unemployment you know what i'm saying like i don't fucking know but i don't want to do that and then the government track me and right. they're like hey <laughs> tax time come knock, and they knock, will. knock oh they will can we get that money back <laughs> oh they will so oh Anyways, moving on. Moving right along. <laughs> okay, so highs and lows. All right, so let's get into some current event topics. Yeah, okay. So I know last week we talked about Brittany and her dad and Ooh, his role yeah. in her conservatorship and how she was really trying to work to get him removed. So I saw a couple of days ago on the tabloids and through the interwebs that her dad was going to step down as the you know head of her conservatorship and then as i read a couple more articles it says that he's willing to step down but he's not going to do it immediately so i guess they're going to try and do some sort of transition period where he can maybe try and secure his own money and then I don't like step that. down but i mean yeah i do like so that it's like it's like a good news bad news type yeah situation. exactly <laughs> right it's there. like i okay so i do like that i do like the whole idea of him stepping down mm-hmm. i'm into that so into it but it's just like what do you need time for exactly what do you need time i feel like you need time to set up a new system yeah. to where like you can still get funneled some money like you know what he i'm needs, saying he needs some time to to siphon off some money to, to, so he because you know he's been in charge of her conservatorship for what i think it said like 13 years so you've had control of her how 60 million dollar estate for 13 years and so now it's like I'm sh- it has to be more than 60 million i don't know what it is maybe it's 600 million. i don't know i'm just saying yeah you've had control of her estate for this long and now you're like oh, i need time to step down no no you don't you don't but Resign. as of now he still has not stepped down but it is saying that he will yeah i'm so happy she's speaking out too now 
and speaking out and like letting the people know what it is, what it is like, hey, it's actually not all good. And anything that you saw that alluded to the fact that it was all good was not not on my behalf, you know. But I again, I it's it's it, you know what it reminds me of, and what? this is like a completely different situation. But it reminds me of the whole Trayvon Martin case and how it took forever for it to get to trial, mm. and it was like over a hundred days or something. And it was like it doesn't take a hundred and something days to solve like a murder, but it does take that long to cover up <laughs> like the footsteps of a murderer. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of how I feel about this. Like not to equate the two, they're both horrendous in their own way. Um, so I'm not taking anything away from either one, but as far as the Britney thing, it's like, it doesn't like, you don't need time to step down. You need time to figure out how you're still going to benefit from the fact that you step down and how you're still going to profit off of it because it doesn't, it doesn't take that long. I agree. Just step the fuck down. But maybe they're going to, maybe he's going to try and say, you know, like they need time to find a suitable replacement or they need time to, you know, separate all the paperwork. Mm. I don't know what it is, but I'm not buying it. Decorate it how you want. Jamie, not as in Jamie Lynn, but like Jamie as in Jamie. James Spears. <laughs> right. Like decorate it how you want. Finesse it and fucking whatever. Do whatever. Like decorate it how you want, like I said, but I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. But I am happy that it is at least. It's kind of like two steps forward, one step yeah. back, you know. But I mean, hey, before this, we weren't really seeing anything about him saying he would step down. So I feel like it's moving in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Even if mm-hmm. it takes a little bit, I mean, that's better than him not stepping down at all. You know what I'm saying? Very so, much so. We're gonna, you know, we'll keep you updated on that. But good luck to Brittany, and we really hope that she, like I said last week, gets control of her life again. Because girl, you did not entertain the masses for all these years for somebody else to be controlling you and tell you mm-hmm. what to do, who to be with, when to have kids, what to eat. Okay. No, Period. it's Brittany, bitch. It's Brittany, bitch. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So another thing in current events that we've also already talked on, because, you know, we've talked about the Brittany thing before. Mm-hmm. So another thing we've also talked on is the Olympics and how yes. we were not watching them. But I not did see something pretty interesting today. So on August 21st. Hey, week before my birthday. Shakari Richardson, uh-huh. who, you know, America knows and loves. She literally became like a household name overnight. She did. Because I had no clue who she was. Not until one. that like qualifying race for the Olympics, you know. <laughs> And it's I remember Shakari. Period. Okay. Miss Carrie Shakari. baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember how heartbroken I was when I saw the news about her being disqualified from the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Because I was just like, first of all, I just legalize marijuana. Let's just start there. Let, let's start there. But that's another conversation for another day. We'll get into it. Too. We'll get into we it. We'll get into that conversation. Know? Let's just, you know. Okay. Especially because, not like, just a quick side note. Especially because I feel like I saw something shortly after that that was saying how cannabis was, yeah, contributing to the Olympics or something. And I was like, interesting. Interesting. For like the women's soccer or something. If you're anti-black, like, just say that. <laughs> just say that. Okay. Just say that. Stop. Stop trying. Just to, say that, Ronald Reagan <laughs> just, Jr. Just say that. <laughs> just say that. <laughs> and be done. Because I don't know who you trying drugs. to kid, who you trying to fool. Right. Ugh. Anyways. Anyway. Right. So like. She, um, so I saw the thing about August 21st, apparently, I don't know if it's like an expedition or if that's even the right word to use. Don't do sports. Don't know. (laughs) But 
she is set to race against um I don't know if it's all of them but okay so I don't I don't know. I know you I know we both said that we didn't watch the Olympics, mm-hmm. right? But I did notice or one of the highlights that I did see just through Twitter was that um and I think it was the 100 meter race, like mm-hmm. sprint race or whatever, um all three bronze silver and gold were all the all jamaican i saw that too so big up to all the jamaicans out there or whatever it's kind of been like this little rivalry too i've noticed between like at least on twitter between like (laughs) jamaican twitter and black american twitter like it's been like a back and forth whatever 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 and i mean i'm not really here for any of that honestly i'm just happy to see any black person win i don't give a fuck like what part of the right right? i don't give a fuck like what part of the world you live in and i'm all about you like boasting your nationality and you being like you know you know jamaican run like i'm i'm cool i I really don't care you know what i'm saying like i don't give a fuck as long as the black person win it i'm cool very much pan-africanism right now right exactly if you're a part of the diaspora like i'm happy to see you come out on top that's just how i feel you know but um so apparently she's supposed to set off to race. I don't know if it's all of them or some of them or one of them. I don't know, but she's supposed to race on August 21st. That is interesting. So I wonder, okay, I wonder, did she set this up? Did she like call them out and be like, yo, I'd love to race you guys and see what it really would have been. Like what's really real. I don't know. Or was this maybe set up by their camps? Yeah. Or I don't, I want, you know, but I would love to see how that yeah, turns out. That's really story. interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited about it. And yeah. I just honestly, like, again, I just hope she wins <laughs> because I mean, if y'all, really all, cool. y'all all black. So I was like, I'm rooting for all y'all at the end of the day, but, but like I'm an American. She's American. Like, exactly. boom. And she didn't get her chance. And y'all was like talking mad shit. And again, I don't, I get like there was a friendly like roasting session between the two, but I do feel like there was kind of like a little bit below the belt. Like people was talking about like, um, yeah, like basically like trying to make fun of her for like using weed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's just really ironic because Jamaica, like that's literally exactly what they're known so <laughs> embedded in y'all's like cultural identity yeah. is like reefer, Bob Marley, reggae jerk chicken and i'm not saying that's all it is of course because it's not and that would be ignorant to say so i'm not saying that but it's just kind of like ironic to me that you would take a stereotype that's heavily placed on you guys and weaponized against y'all you know like the whole rastafari culture and rasta culture all that all that shit and then to try to try to like turn it around and like weaponize it mm-hmm. And it, it, it's one thing if, okay, if she was just smoking weed, but it's like, this girl literally lost her mom. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She literally lost her mom. It's not like, oh, well, she was smoking weed. She, it's like, no, like, she lost her mom. And then not only did she lose her mom, I, I don't know if you heard this story, but she found out from a reporter. Mm-hmm. A reporter told her before her own family had the chance to tell her. So I just, part of me about that just doesn't sit right. So that's why I'm really rooting for her. But either way, like I said, I'm rooting for everybody black. To quote a great woman, a great black woman, Issa Rae. I'm rooting for everybody black. Which, side note, congratulations on getting married, girl. Did you see that? She got married. Oh, yeah. I did see Issa Rae got married. Shout out to your marriage, girl. But yeah, just like you, girl, I'm rooting for everybody black. But I would love to see that race, though. I really, really would. Because that would be, I'd want to know, like, huh, this is what it would have been if they allowed her to race, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Agreed, 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 agreed. So yeah, August 21st, y'all. Right. That's literally like 
in like a week, two weeks. Like I don't That's like crazy. know, but like we're, like in a week. Oh, it's in a week. It's in. Oh my god, it's in a week. Yeah, we're gonna know. Like we're gonna see. I'm excited. Your birthday's in two weeks. Did you finalize your birthday plans? Um. Yeah. Oh, I. I sent, so yep. you're gonna go to yep, the we're going um, to Beach. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fun. 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 I've already fun. sent off my money. For my room, so my room is secured, and um, I'm ready to. Go. I'm ready for a vacation, y'all. I'm ready to just sit on a beach somewhere and chill out mm. and let the stress melt away. But moving right along, so I recently watched this movie. Have you heard of this movie called Unhinged? Not at all. I'd never heard of it before last night. I watched it last night. Um, it's this movie that's on Amazon Prime, I believe, and it's mm. a movie about road rage. So it's like mm. this guy. Well, autobiography. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> this guy, he just has this massive amount of rope. And I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you the first scene because it's literally the first scene. The very first scene is this man pulls up to a house. He pulls out a gas can and a hammer, walks up mm. to these people's house, busts down the door with the hammer. And then when the people come down to be like, what, like, you know, what the hell are you doing? He like bashes them in the head with this hammer, <sighs> kills the man, kills the what wife, the lights their house on fire. Not the first scene. First scene. Walks out to his car and drives away. So I was just, and so the movie just gets <laughs> crazier from there. But yeah, it's this movie all about road rage and like, you never really know who you're dealing with out here in these streets. Yeah. So it was a really interesting movie. I really liked it, but it was also very scary for me because I very much feel that way. Like I'm not one to right. honk all aggressive at people mm-hmm. or to be, you know, yelling and flicking people off in traffic. Cause you never yeah. know. You, you never, never know. know. It's so scary. Especially to. here in Atlanta, dude, it is so scary. And you know what? I am that person to do that. See, uh-uh. But I am, I have my lines and my limits. Like, okay. So like I grew up, in Augusta that's where I was raised Mm -hmm. and so there's like this one specific bar and it's like I have literally seen two people get into it and they start fighting and the next thing you know that one person is fighting like an entire neighborhood because you just never know who that person is connected to and who they have with them and what weapons that those people have like you just never fucking know dude and like with that movie it's not even about who he knew that man was like a one man army going around like just yeah unhinged unhinged literally so like you just you, uh, you just never know yeah. it was a really good movie but it was also made me very much be like all right <laughs> watch yeah. yourself out here in these streets it's dangerous yeah speaking all kinds of, of crazies there's been so much like chaotic energy in our city specifically like i know we have a lot of listeners in atlanta so listen up there's been so much chaotic energy you know there was that man who stabbed who's stabbing people in piedmont in park, park or whatever yes. yeah and then i don't know if you heard most recently but um there was um, a young woman who worked as a bartender at Reverie, the RV bar. Okay. Um, it's kind of like near Edgewood, sort of, kind of. And um, basically, she got off work, and I think she went to the gas station. From, from, from what I'm familiar with. Actually, you know what? I don't even want to say the wrong thing. But all I know is that someone followed her home. Because, you know, she's a bartender. So say the bar closes at 3. She got home around 4.35. Uh-huh. And she was basically kidnapped at gunpoint. <gasps> And the only thing that they have um, as of right now, um, information wise, is that the guy was wearing a T-shirt that said security on it. And he kidnapped her at gunpoint. And there was like this big post about two nights ago. Um, I mean, by the time you guys hear this, so we're recording this today on Saturday, August 14th. So by the time you guys hear it, it'll be Wednesday um, or later. 
But Saturday, August 14th, about two nights ago, there was like a massive Instagram, like social media, like just like, have you guys seen this young woman? And then the next morning I woke up and I was checking my phone and it was like, we found her, but she's no longer with us. No. I know. And so there's just this big cry and big call to action about just protecting women and using our voice. And one thing I want to say is that as men especially men, this is on us, kind of especially when we talk about racism, how it's really on white people to correct this issue because not only are they ones, even if you're not actively perpetuating it, you're actively benefiting from it. So the patriarchy and misogyny, even if you're not actively perpetuating it, it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter because you still benefit from it. Was she white? It's, or was she black? Um, or honestly, I think I, I I really don't know her race. I don't think she was white. What was I, the kidnapper? I don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Oh my god! Who the kidnapper is so far? Oh, that's so scary. And I, I'm like just trying to think like what. I don't know if she's Middle Eastern or if she's Asian, or what. Her features look a little Asian, but her last name looks a little um, like Middle Eastern or East Asian. You know. Okay. So I, I really don't know, but. I don't think she was white or maybe she was mixed. I don't know. But I mean, honestly, that really, it doesn't matter. I was just, you know, I was just trying to like, you know, identify, but yeah, I want to, um, also there was, I was trying to find a link to the GoFundMe just to help her family and stuff pay for expenses. Like that's the least we can do. Um, but it seems like the GoFundMe link has expired or so, but if I have any resources between now and then I will definitely post them in the show notes. You guys can donate or just, show support however you can because it's it's not okay Gosh, that is so scary and like I'm, I'm just trying to think like i don't really know what safety precautions she could take because i mean yes ideally it would be ideal that people wouldn't be out here kidnapping and murdering people right. but but they will that's just a reality so i'm just trying to think like i don't even know what sort of yeah. safety precaution besides and that's like, been maybe take a actually buddy. funny you bring that up because that's been a big talking point around this whole thing it's like stop telling us to carry mace and to carry knives and to have a gun like stop telling us that how about we hold men accountable and and men who are around this like how about we correct each other and how about we teach men not to do those things and it's 100 percent right it's so sad that it's like we have to teach our girls how to not you know be taken advantage of instead of teaching our boys how to not take advantage of people just because they can or just because they get their feelings hurt or they get rejected or they get just because they know that they can overpower like how about we teach that you know it's been it's been a huge talking point and it's one that's important to have but the the shame is that it shouldn't be had over the expense of a living breathing person's life life, you know like it's it's horrible it's horrible and I don't know things like this are always like a little touchy for me too because it's like as someone who's been in multiple domestic violent relationships it's just kind of like it just hits home you know Mm -hmm. it hits home and it's like and I'm I'm a whole ass adult male you know and not saying that women are weaker or that they're whatever but I am saying that a lot of times women are perceived to be more susceptible so then they become more susceptible to these kind of things and it's important and it's like I tell my white friends it's like I get that you're not actively perpetuating racism, but it's important for you to stand up 
to people who feel a certain way or who say xenophobic shit or racist comments or whatever, or, you know, who embrace white supremacy or whatever. It's important for you to stand up because those people that you're standing up to, I can stand up to them too, but they don't give a fuck what I have to say. But you as a person of the same privilege that they have, it's important for you to stand up to them. And as men, gay, straight, trans, cis, whatever, it's important as men that we stand up to other men who do these things, do these things because of their male privilege, because male privilege is a thing, you know? So it's important that we stand up to them because they don't give a fuck what the people without that privilege have to say about it. Yeah. You know, they don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. And like I, like I said, I do agree that ideally in an ideal situation, we would be more focused on preventing the crime from happening. Exactly. And not, you know, having to necessarily protect yourself from the crime, but just not have the crime happen at all. But that, like many other issues going on in this country, is not something that's going to happen overnight. So until that's something that is a little bit more widespread, until that's a little bit more ingrained in what we do every day, I still think it's important that we stay safe out here in these streets because there are people out here who will try and take advantage. There are people out here who will try and pull a gun on you and, you know, kidnap you because they can, because they're a man or because they have the gun you know, so it's important to stay safe. But again, I'm just trying to think. I don't really know what she could have done. He has a gun. What What can you do? And it doesn't, it's like, it doesn't matter what anyone did. No one deserves to be kidnapped. No, at, of course not. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I don't care if she cussed your mama out, slapped her and called her. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's just, there's no, there's no excuse. No, I mean, I don't behavior. know if there's anything she could have done to protect herself. Like, I want to be able to say, like, you guys, make sure you, I don't know, go with right. buddy or like. The only thing we can do is kid, offer you know? suggestions, which so. we shouldn't have to do, which is why it's so fucking infuriating. Because we shouldn't have to do that. I shouldn't have to urge people to make sure you don't go alone. Make sure you make sure, like, if you drop your friend off at home, make sure they get in the house. Like, that's one thing my dad taught me at a, a very early mm-hmm. age. When you drop someone off at home, make sure you see them open the door and get in before you drive away. Like, to this day, I do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, make sure, you, like, but it's just so frustrating that we still have to kind of, kind of like walk on eggshells and, you know what I'm saying, for our own safety and for mm-hmm. our own personal rights and liberty like we shouldn't have to fucking do that i definitely agree and as a woman it's exhausting to have to think about all the time you know it's exhausting to think about okay it's it's nighttime i need to make sure i got my keys in my hand a certain way i got to make sure i got my phone either pretending to be on a phone call or actually on a phone call or ready to call 911 like it's exhausting sharing my location with someone you know but letting them know where i'm at like yeah you shouldn't have to have to fucking do that you shouldn't. But that is the reality we live in. I mean, case in point, like, it's really tragic, though. I really do want us to find the GoFundMe link and information so we can put it down in the show notes for you guys in case you feel compelled to donate because it's such a sad situation. So, so, so sad. I really hope and they find that guy. Yeah, so we'll leave it in the show notes. Whatever information I can find, it will definitely be in the show notes. And you guys, please, and it, even if all you can offer is, not all you can offer as if it's not worth anything, but even if the 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 most you can do is a prayer or just like thoughts or a card or something, just please just send it out because it's up to us to protect each other. It's up to us to like, you know, if we're going to be a community, then we have to be a community. We have to commune. So just whatever you can. I agree. And also go and watch that movie unhinged. You guys, it's pretty good. Like I said, it's on Amazon prime, I believe. 
So it stars Russell Crowe. He's the most famous actor that I knew from the movie. Everyone else I wasn't unknown to me, but they did a good job. So um, check the movie out. So <laughs> in other news, um, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see that video of those men in Philly? Doing they, what? They were abusing this woman. Oh. Well, oh, sorry. It was Whoa. one specific man. So... Basically, the way I found out about it is because I love Meek Mill, mm-hmm. um, and Meek Mill posted um, a tweet about how he was disappointed with the men in Philly because you know Meek Millie's from Philly, mm-hmm. and he posted this tweet about how disappointed he was. And I saw a little bit of the video, but first of all, I don't really like violence. Yeah, and I don't watch videos like that. Yeah, it's hard for me to see, like, videos of violence. I mean, sometimes I'll watch it if, like, the person who's getting their ass beat deserves it. Then, like, I don't, like, really care that much. But if it's, like, someone's come clearly being victimized, then I'm just, like, whatever. And I don't know what this woman did, and that doesn't fucking matter to me. What she did or didn't do, I don't give a fuck. But it's literally this man, like, boxing her. Mm. Yeah, and Meek Mill was like, I'm so disappointed. Like, basically, it's like, as a black man, is this how we're treating black women? And the fact that makes it even worse is that it's being recorded by multiple black exactly. men. People sitting around recording. Recording by multiple black men who are laughing. You can hear them laughing in the background as she's literally, like, getting her block knocked off. Oh and it's God. just, he's, like, fighting her like she's another grown man. And I just... It's just sickening. And I'm just, I don't know. It's like between all this stuff that's been going on in Atlanta and that. And then also, I don't know if you heard about Nicki Minaj and her husband. What about them? The Girl, petties? the petties with a capital P-E-T-T-Y. <laughs> what's going on there? Girl, so first of all, I don't really know what's up with Nicki Minaj. But I feel like, I almost, I'm just going to say it, whatever, unfiltered. So I feel like she has some type of trauma or something because, you know, she bailed her brother out or put money on his whatever yeah, or whatever the that. case may be. Wasn't like he she, like a... A rapist. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was. And then her husband. Do you know about him? I think his name is Kenneth Petty. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of him. Okay. So Kenneth him Petty also is like a sex offender. And um, has been, like, has, like, lots of rape allegations. Oh, my gosh. Um, I just feel like the whole thing about that is kind of like, okay, so, first of all, you know, she had, that people was looking at her a little bit sideways because she put money down for her brother, who was also, mm-hmm. like, accused of, like, sexual misconduct. With a child, though, I think it was his thing, the brother's thing. Oh, really? So, like, so. pedophile shit. I don't know if they labeled it that, but... If it's a child, to me, yeah. it's it's pedophilic. And then on top of that, then you go and you marry a man who's a known sex offender. And basically, the reason why Nicki Minaj like kind of comes into conversation and stuff like that is because uh, apparently the victim of her husband's... Um, the victim of her husband's like sexual misconduct, uh, the victim of... The, the abuse victim... She is suing not only Kenneth mm-hmm. Petty, but she's also suing Nicki Minaj as well because she said they both have been harassing her, trying to get her to recant her statements that she made. That's, that's insane. 
Mm-hmm. That's insane. And for those who don't know, I had to look it up myself, but Kenneth Petty, um, he was accused and pled guilty to alleged rape back in 94. Mm-hmm. And I believe this victim you're talking about now is the one that mm-hmm. he pled guilty to allegedly trying to rape. Mm-hmm. So, I and mean, what's the, I don't understand why they would be trying to harass her to recant her story when A, he already pled guilty to it back then. Like the story's already out. Why try and erase it? I now? think because now he's married to a celebrity. Yeah, and sure, but her image is kind of like being tarnished. But it's kind of like, girl, you knew that going in. You knew that going in, and on top of that, like, how can you? S- that's that's why I say that I feel like she has some type of like trauma, or like has to have like for you, and not only that, but do you remember Takashi Six Nine? Yes. Also had like I think rape allegations, or at the very least, sexual misconduct allegations, and she still made that song with him. And people were kind of like, girl, what? Like, he's a rapist. And she still made, and I'm like, girl, why do you always align yourselves with people who are like this? Like, it has to be something that, I don't want to say that you're used to or accustomed to, but it has to be something that's not too unfamiliar to you mm-hmm. or something. It has to be some underlying trauma there because it's like every time I look up and there's someone not every time because there's a lot of people with these kind of allegations against them, but it's like every time I look up in your name or in headlines, it has something to do with someone who has been accused or has committed some type of, you know, sexual misconduct. And it's just, it's, it's eyebrow raising. It's eyebrow raising and it's side eye giving a little bit. And I mean, uh, the whole thing is just, no, cause I'm like, girl, you, are who you are you're this super mega rich woman you're beautiful you could be with who you want to be with and this is who you chose to be with i don't know maybe you guys really are in love maybe he's changed his ways but if that is the case if that is the case then you guys should not be trying to bury this woman's story or have her say she was Mm -hmm. making it up right and i just for me is i don't understand why you're always aligning yourself with abusers with sexual abusers what is that that like that that's not that's not coincidence well, one, one time, uh, okay, maybe you didn't know. The one for her Two brother, times, I mean, she can't really help that. That's a hard rock. That's a rock and a hard it place. It is because it's your brother, like you know. It is your brother, but at the same time, like right is right and wrong is wrong. True. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I feel like if, I don't know, I don't know for you. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I could ever go to bat for someone who took sexual advantage of someone else. Especially not a child, which is what her brother was accused of. He, right. uh, for those who don't know, I looked it up. He was sentenced her brother Jelani Mirage was sentenced to 25 years to life for raping an 11 year old girl in his home in Long Island and then he was arrested in 2015 on charges of predatory sexual assault and endangering a child so like I'm sorry but I feel like our sibling relationship would might have to be severed after that because it's like no you out here right and it's like I can still children. love you as a sibling but I can still call you on your bullshit and be like that's not okay like don't ask me for help don't ask me to get you out of this bind right no you put yourself in no no you need to absolutely not no like what you did was dead ass wrong and I'm not the type of person to I don't care how much I like you know what it's not even I don't care how much I love you I love you so, so much, much that I'm gonna tell you that you're dead ass wrong yeah because I want better for you and I expect better from you. You know what? That reminds me. I saw this TikTok um, on Instagram and it was this guy who was talking about how when he was actively addicted to drugs, how his sister was the biggest person maintaining boundaries with him, how she wouldn't talk to him when he was high, how she like wouldn't bail him out of jail, how she wouldn't like she just was very much like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Because that's what real this. love is. And he was like, and that's really what I needed. And I'm like, yeah, wow, that's, that's real love thing. is not me being like. 
Oh, it's okay. I mean, like, to a certain extent, yeah, I'm going to be gentle with you. But to a certain extent, when you really fucking up, nigga, I'm going to let you know you fucking up. Because I love you. And I don't want you fucking up. And me being like, oh, like me making excuses for you and enabling you is not love. That's not love to me. Love is me telling you, you fucking up. Yeah. So if I, yeah, if I had somebody I cared about or loved and they are fucking up in the way where they're like literally hurting another person and they're like to to this degree, especially like to take advantage of them, to like prey on a child, you know what I'm saying? No, absolutely fucking not. And I certainly wouldn't be trying to. You gonna serve your time, story. right? Or have them. And say I'm not gonna bully, right? And try to no. bully them or pay you off. No, 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 no. Definitely not gonna do that. Yeah. So I don't know. But I didn't hear anything about that before this, and that's definitely interesting. I'm gonna keep my out, keep my eye out for what goes on with that because I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just saw that yesterday. I think it was either today or yesterday, but I just saw that, that story and I was like, child, <laughs> but again, it's like, for me, it's just the continuation that is like baffling to me. It's like, first it was your brother, then it was Takashi and now it's your husband or then it was your husband when you marrying him at all. at all. And then now it's like, boom, now you're like joining child, Mm-mm. but I have exciting news. Okay. What's your news? I have a Q and S. Yes. Ah, really? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Abby Q&S. It's funny. Okay. So it is from Laura. Shout out to Laura. She hey, recently Laura. had a birthday. Happy belated birthday. Yes. So <laughs> her question <laughs> that she sent to me was, <laughs> I'm like pulling up my phone. Like I need to read it when I know what the question is. Let me just say <laughs> it. But basically, her question was, what is the best flavor of Pop-Tart? <laughs> okay. And her answer is brown sugar cinnamon okay. or whatever the fuck is called. Okay. Brown cinnamon sugar, whatever the fuck is called. Which I highly disagree with, but we're gonna talk about it right now. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And I will be so interested to hear what you guys' favorite Pop Tart flavor is. Now I'm gonna be real. I'm the type of girl who very much picks a flavor and sticks to it you know like so i'll have one or two flavors that i really like and then that'll be the only one i ever get for the rest of time so i'm very much a frosted strawberry girl you can't get the unfrosted because that's trash the frosted strawberry or the brown sugar and cinnamon one Mm -hmm. those two are really 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 good and then when you heat them up because you got to heat them up for about 15 or so seconds in the microwave or in the toaster Lord, it gets so gooey and they're so good and it's so hot. Oh, I love it. So my two, I, I, I can't really choose. Okay, I'm 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 sticking to the frosted strawberry and like she said, the brown sugar cinnamon. Those are my two that I rock with. So okay, I think that's disgusting. Um, Not disgusting. The frosted Calm strawberry. Yourself. Okay, so the frosted strawberry is is probably my number two. Oh, um, three. Uh, probably my number three. What? What? I don't I don't like my pop tarts heated up. <gasps> You I eat don't. dry ass pop tarts? Not, not dry, dry, but like it's cold. They're the room cold. temp. No, no, because they are dry. Up. That's the thing. That's that's part of the thing. Like when they're cold. I mean, don't get me wrong. When they're hot, they're dry too. They but, get kind of like buttery. But they get a little, yeah, they get a little bit. No, more and I definitely respect tasting. that. And I will eat a hot pop tart. Oh, but yeah. if I have the choice to not have it toasted, I'm not. I don't want that. I'm the opposite. See, like if I have to, I'll eat that bitch cold. Like I'll eat it room temp. But if I have the option. 
pop it in the toaster, get it all melty and good. Ooh. Anyway, but what are your flavors though? So my favorite flavor is blueberry. <laughs> I don't think I've ever tried a blueberry pop tart. Really? I don't think They're I've literally ever the blue pack. It. I know, but I've never. I don't think I've ever tried it. <laughs> like that's like the fundamentals. Like no, no, strawberry, frosted strawberry is 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 pop tart. Okay, let's just say that right then and there. Everyone We're knows. All about it. I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> no, the strawberry is good. It's the, I do like the strawberry. That's like the one everyone knows. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that's frosted like a strawberry. So there was one time they did like a wild berry flavor. Ooh, that sounds good. And it was kind of like the frosting was like purple with like swirls of blue. Ooh, that sounds good, honestly. And I low-key feel like they did that for like, I feel like Barbie like had her own edition of like Pop-Tarts or something. Or maybe it wasn't that. I don't really know. But there was like some like kind of like it was like a novelty thing. Anyways, but um, that's my second favorite is the wild berry. But the reason why I don't really like them heated up is first of all, I don't like the brown sugar cinnamon. First of all, I don't like sweets. Oh. Granted, Pop-Tarts are sweets, oh, but sorry. I don't like sweets in terms of, like, desserts. Like, I don't really like cake. I don't really like pie. I don't really like cupcakes. I don't really like any of that shit. Like, I'll do a good banana shit. pudding. I'll do a red velvet. Mm. I'll do ice cream. Yes. Um, sometimes <laughs> I'll do brownies here and there. Always. <laughs> but, and cobbler Heated. is pretty good as long as it's peach. peach. <laughs> There we go. Um, we agree on that. I, yeah. Okay. Um, cherry cobbler is okay too. I, I kind of feel like that's like mostly don't like a white people thing. Exactly. So I don't have really like a lot of experience with that. Because but like when I have that? had it, like I'm like mm, it's good. Anyways, but I'm not really a sweets person. Long story short, I'm not a sweet person. So I just feel like like pastries, cinnabuns, honey buns, that that brown sugar, all that shit. Like when you toast it, and it's like all, that's what it gives me. Mm-hmm. It gives me like very adjacent to that, okay. and I don't like that. I see. You know, I'm like, I'm not into that. I'm not that kind of girl. So I'm like, I'm not really into that. You know, (laughs) I feel like give me a good old blueberry pop tart straight out the pantry (laughs) and that dark ass, cold ass pantry. (laughs) Let me rip that bitch open. Put me on the school bus. I'm on my way. Like, I'm good to go. You know, like I'm ready for homeroom. Like, I'm fucking ready for it. I just don't. I don't know. I just don't like sweets like that. But the blueberry pop tarts to me are superior they're just so good, and they don't have to be heated up. I don't want it to be heated up. I don't want that buttery, sweet, like, melty bullshit. No. I like that when I bite into my frosting, it's crunchy, kind of. Like, mm-hmm. I like, and I'm not even a crunchy food person, but I like that, like, you know, I can, like, break it up, and I don't know. I want the gooey. I want I want it, like, I want to. And see, I'm normally a gooey person. And, like, and, so, the, so the outside, the frosting part will be all hard, you know, but you bite into it. Ooh, it's gooey, and it kind of, like, squishes in your mouth, and it's all warm. Ooh, it's nice. Yeah, and I'm it's normally nice. gooey, but Pop-Tarts are just different. Okay, It so, tastes too much like a sweet. It tastes too much like a pastry after you heat it up, and well, it's like, mm. Now I want to know, do you, because now, because what I'm about to say now very much is like a pastry, where do you stand on toaster strudels? Do you like them? Do you not like I them? I have very, very limited experience with toaster strudels. Same. Very Same. limited experience. So I really don't even know if I can really give an opinion on that. I feel like the times that I have had toaster strudels, I enjoyed them, but I also feel like I was a child. My taste buds and my palate has evolved. When I was a child, I was all about the sweet shit. But as I've gotten older, I really just like my sweet tooth, girl, that shit fell out and decayed. Like, I don't <laughs> have it no more. Like, I'm not really about the sweets, you know? But when I was a kid, oatmeal cream pies, star crunch, toaster strudel, like all of the egos, pan- like even egos, pancakes, I don't really even like those anymore. 
first of all, I don't really like breakfast food anymore. When I was younger, I loved breakfast food, but growing up, I don't really like it, and I don't, I don't like sweet things, and I don't like bready things. Okay. Pancakes is just bread to me. It like is. it's just sweet it's ass just bread. bread, Eggos, waffles, bread. Like, and then on top of that, you put syrup on. It. Like it's just like two things I don't really fuck with. Like I don't really, I'm not into that no more. I feel that. I very much feel that. I'm not that way. I love some bread. I definitely try to limit the amount that I eat it. And I I don't think I've really had um, Eggo waffles or even like the pancakes since I was a kid. I don't mm-hmm. think I would enjoy those as an adult just because those aren't ever really as good mm-hmm. <laughs> as an adult. Like you, mm-hmm. you pop those in the toast and you're like, Meh, these are just right. okay. You know what I mean? I feel like I very much could make my own and make them better. And yeah. not have to deal with the whole yeah. reheat type situation. But yeah. anyway, I want to know what you guys think. What do you guys think is a superior Pop-Tart flavor? What I want to do is I want us on the Ooh, day the episode cute. comes out, I want us to put a poll on our Instagram. So you guys go to our Instagram and vote for your favorite Pop-Tart flavor because I right. want to know. Okay? And we'll let you guys Pop-Tart know the result. Flavor. Let's get to the bottom of this, okay? So we need to settle this because Sam over here is tripping. He likes them cold. I want to know if you guys like them cold or hot. And I want to know <laughs> if you guys... We're going to... I think right like now we're at a three-way tie. the flavor or the dessert flavors? We're at a three-way tie. It's between cool. frosted strawberry. They also have like the s'mores ones too. I don't like the like, s'mores one. Like, I don't like, I don't the, like the desserty one. ones. Like, mm-hmm. ew, like... Uh, we're talking classic flavors here and we're going to narrow it down to the top three we've talked about. So that's the frosted strawberry the blueberry and the brown sugar and cinnamon one so we're gonna get you guys' opinion on this we really want to know which one do you guys think is the superior pop-tart flavor you already know my choice my number one will always be frosted strawberry and for sam he said his is blueberry so blueberry and for laura hers is the brown sugar cinnamon so mm-hmm. thank you for your question laura thank you so much i love it yes so yeah. let us know let us know i feel like we talked about some heavy things today i do too um, but it was nice to end it on a lighter note. Exactly. <laughs> Which is why we guys need you. That's why we need you guys to send us more of your questions. So we can do more of our fun Q&S segment. Yes, 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 yes. Kind of like switch it up, you know, change gears a little bit. You know, we don't want everything to be heavy. We don't want everything to be lighthearted. We need a mix. You know? Exactly. We need a mix. But I think that's going to wrap us up today, it right? Is. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, we love you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, hope you have a great week. And hope all your bills get paid. And also hope you have a little money on the side to either save or do whatever you want to do with it. As always, I'm your boy Sam. And I'm your girl, Lady Q. We out. Peace. Peace.